What's up, Collectors Worldwide? And welcome to another amazing segment here on Everyone Collects, the podcast where myself and my good friend and co-host Kevin discuss the many topics dealing with collecting and the hobby in itself. We will discuss some of the good and some of the not-so-good dealing with collecting. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the series. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode here on Everyone Collects. Today's title is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And, of course, I have myself and my wonderful co-host, Kevin. What's up, everybody? And um, so with the title, which I believe The Good, The Bad, and Ugly is a Clint Eastwood movie, so hopefully you don't get copyrighted for that, but... <laughs> um, but obviously, we're going to be talking about kind of the pros and cons of collecting. You know, some of the good and some of the bad. Um, so, obviously, um, last week's episode was really great. Um, we pretty much talked about just how the industry has grown and the impact and everything. I believe we talked about a lot of good stuff on last week's episode. Um, but this week's, um, again, pros and cons of collecting. Uh, how collecting can affect people in good ways and obviously the not so good ways and just overall positive and negatives of collecting. So with these three topics, it's kind of just kind of be a, uh, a mush up, you know, since we're going to be talking about pretty much the same thing, but I just wanted to the uh, specifics of it and stuff. So, um, but I uh, hope everybody's having a uh, wonderful 4th of July weekend as Kevin and I are recording this on uh, July 2nd. Um, I know it's been pretty off and on with this rainy weather. And uh, I know you, Kevin, you've been doing some traveling. So I know it's been very tiring. Oh, yeah. It's it's very tiring. Or I've been uh you know, exhausted, but the show oh, yeah. must go on. The show must go on, and you know, it's it's funny coming from North Carolina, uh, where mm-hmm. I was for the last week. Um, I think it only rained one day. However, the difference between a rainstorm down on uh, where we were, we were technically in Somerset, or not, I'm sorry, not Somerset, that's freaking Kentucky, I'm sorry. Um, We were on the Outer Banks, which is an island, technically. Um, Their storms are a lot more crazier than the storms that we would get in Ohio or Indiana, because those are ocean storms. (laughs) Those are the bad ones. (laughs) So those are the crazy ones where it's like, Oh, you know, you know exactly when it's going to rain or if it's going to rain because of how high the tides are or, or how crazy the right. tides were. But, you and know, here, it sucks because yeah. it's like, and obviously our weather people over here aren't the greatest, but hey, being a weather person is probably one of the easiest jobs because, you know, honestly, you could be right or wrong and nobody's going to really hate you for it because you never know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of downpours. I mean, even last night, 
you know, we had a huge sell come through, one of the many, um, and uh, it ended up uh, taking out the top of our playground set in our backyard. Really? Yeah, it, it broke a piece of wood off of it, and the canopy came off, but luckily it's still there. My grill flipper, which is not uncommon, it's like the second time it's done that, so hopefully it still works. Um, and my yeah. neighbor's street, their tree that they had in their side yard actually split. So they had some, uh, luckily there was no home damage or anything and it wasn't a very large tree, but they got somebody to come out and, you know, clean saw it up and cut it up and get it out. But yeah, these storms have been very, very, very crazy. I, and I feel, yeah, I feel like every 4th of July weekend now, you know, it it, it rains. It's like, yeah. oh, you yeah. guys are gonna, you guys got plans. Guess what? <laughs> so do I. We're gonna right. give you our we're, mother nature is gonna give you her own fireworks of some sort. But you right. know, and and I, I know I said probably last episode, if not the episode before, that I will never mention this person ever again. But however, Taylor Swift was just in Cincinnati the last True. two nights. Yeah. They, they were so worried about, I guess, the weather that mm-hmm. they moved her concert up an hour uh, an hour ahead, I think, two hours ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, because they didn't want to, you know, yeah. ruin the concert. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I promise that's the last time that I will ever <laughs> well Taylor Swift ever again. Well, before we get into the actual episode, that a part of that Taylor Swift thing. Uh, I heard that she was not very happy about the fireworks that were playing during her piano song, whatever. I just heard that, but um, people were saying that she was very, um, I guess, just, I don't know. She didn't like it. She didn't want, the the fireworks were too loud for her, is what Uh, what I said. They were too loud for her while she was doing her piano, whatever it was, but but that's neither here nor there. So, like sixty-four thousand screaming fans is 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 not loud enough, I guess. I mean, yeah, whatever. But yeah. all right, enough with the chit chat. Let's get on with the the actual episode. So, again, the three topics that we're talking about pretty much is just going to be about the good and the bad about collecting in itself. So, obviously, there are a lot of pros and there are a lot of cons. Um, probably more cons than more pros, but uh, to each his own. But honestly, I, I think a majority of pros about collecting and the hobby itself is that it it's it's something not everybody does. And when people um, you know get into this hobby, you know they do it for a reason. You know, obviously, because they like something, they love something, it makes them happy. So a lot of a lot of the pros of collecting is kind of a, a feel good kind of thing, kind of um, uh, what is that stuff? What's that? What's that chemical that happens in your body? Um, serotonin? Makes, I don't know. Serotonin? Yeah, yeah, serotonin. <laughs> I think it is. But you get it, it makes you feel good, you know, and you know. So I think a lot of pros with it are that, yeah, it makes you feel good. It, you're you're getting into something, maybe you're occupying your time. You know, I know a lot of it happened with the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people were bored 
you know, out of their minds. So they started getting back into collecting and the hobby to keep their mind off things. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't for the worst. But, you know, I think a lot of pros with that is just, yeah, you, you, you and you can commute, you can like uh, relate with other people too that collect, you know. You know, you go to these Comic Cons or you go to, you know, shops and stuff like that. And you can kind of bond with people. And I think that's a really good pro. Gives you a sense of belonging to something if you never belonged to something before. Right. You know, what you I mean? know like, like it's, you know, your own group, your own community, you know, and it, yeah, you can talk to people about stuff. And even if they don't, even if they don't collect the same thing you do, the fact of the matter is that you are collecting something, somebody else is collecting something, and then you guys can talk about it, you know, and talk about whatever it is. Um, so, you know, and like I said, that that affects people in a really good way, you know? Like I said, again, it gives them, you know, like I said, that belonging. And there's a lot of positives with the, the collecting community, you know, and mostly it's, you know, because people like doing whatever it is, you know, and they, they feel happy, they feel accomplished, you know, they just feel good, you know? I mean, I know I do every time I get a collectible and it's something I really like, I'm like, this is awesome, you know? Now, with that also, I mean, there is obviously, like I said, there is the bad side of it, and there's quite a few of that. And obviously, again, these are these are all opinions. None of them are actually factual, but I will say that a lot of these are based on my personal experiences and just what I've witnessed in the last, you know, five plus years. So obviously, one big con of collecting is money. Money is a huge one, um, and it, it the ne- the negative of it, the negative of it, or the con of it with the money situation is the fact that there are some people out there that get so heavily into collecting that it almost becomes, you know, something that they start, you know, getting in debt with. Um, an addiction. Maybe. Yeah. Yes, that's that's a perfect word for that addiction, and it's very hard for some people to, you know, it's very hard for them to split that up. You know, there are a lot of people out there that can collect, and they're doing fine. You know, there are people out there that have amazing jobs and they collect and they can afford it. You know, there's some people like myself that you know I, you know, I pay my bills. You know, and if there's something I want, I'll get rid of something, whatever, to get what I want. So I'm not in debt. Now, like I said, money is a huge thing. And like I said, it, it can affect more than just your wallet. It can affect your relationships. It can affect your marriages. It can affect your mental stability. Obviously, it can affect, you know, your the fact that if you have a place to live or or just the fact that you can afford anything, you know, like eating. You know, just living in general is a huge con of that because people just spend what they don't have and they get just crazy. I mean, and I know one big thing is I've, I've personally dealt with people that have put themselves in debt because they have spent so much of their own money invested in this kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, they're just like, you know, they're happy where they're at, but realistically they're not so almost it comes into kind of a a mental stability kind of kind of thing um 
and it can really affect you. Like I said, you know, money's money and collectibles do cost money. You can't just buy collectibles with sunshine and rainbows and stuff. You know, it does cost money, but the big thing is that it just, it, it can really put a negative effect on people because they would rather much spend the money they have on collectibles than anything else. And it just, it, it sucks. It, it really sucks because other people get involved and they try and help these other people out. And it, it's kind of tough. And most times some people end up having really bad life experiences or, or situations that cause them to end up getting rid of their collectibles. And I've seen that many times too. So um, I'm gonna shut up for a minute and let you talk, Kevin, because I feel like I've been talking a little too much here, but but you go ahead and talk about what you feel some pros and cons are, just kind of all that stuff that I was talking about. Yeah, so as far as when I think of some pros of collecting, you hit the nail on the head when you said um, it brings people together. Just when perfect example look at us you know we haven't talked before you know a few weeks about a month or so ago right for years and the well, fact yeah. that yeah yeah you know and because of the fact that you have posted things about you know just you were collector you were selling cards it mm-hmm. sparked a conversation and then since then it's like things that are have not changed you know things like we've never gone a day without talking you right. know what i mean and you know since then we haven't gone a day without really talking i don't think we you know but i mean you've been a little busy here and there with stuff so yeah you know you're, you're but not, i mean you're not the easiest person to get a hold of especially when you're traveling but you know hey it is what it is so well, yeah travel yeah that that can always make for but the good news about that is I'm not traveling for a long while so I'm really yeah. I'm accessible um, <laughs> but uh, it, like you said it brings people together and uh, like I said we're, we're a perfect example but then just when you go outside of like the one good thing about social media it can bring people together there's so many groups of people that have the same love, the same interests, the same, you know, the same common goal or bond that you have that you may never meet. You know, there are listeners that we never meet and will never meet that listens to this podcast, but it brings people together. And then it builds strong relationships. Like for me, the, the blessing of Pokemon card collecting has been just being able to build you know ignite that love for for pokemon collecting with my own son he loves he loves it but it also bring gives you that for me it's more importantly it's the most important thing what i'm trying to say is that it gives you a sense of belonging and then you do like you like you had said that one feeling that you get when you're when you're picking up something that you've always wanted or picking up something that you've always had your eye on or something. I think it's like it's endorphins. I think that's what it is. Yeah, like it it it, it produces your body produces just natural endorphins that yeah. not even the best 
alcoholic drink or whatever can give you that feeling. You know what I mean? I, no, yeah. I, you know, no offense. You know, I'm not condoning drinking, but <laughs> like it, it gives you that feeling where, wow, I this is this is a Godzilla figure that I've always wanted, or wow, these are a pair of shoes that I've always wanted, or wow, this is a beanie baby that I've always that I've seen on TV and I can't believe it's in my hands you know I know just like how you know I'm pretty sure you know that feeling of you can't re- you can't you can't produce it on your own it just happens to come you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. but then of course the negatives is that it is very costly mm-hmm. uh, it is a very 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 dirty uh, industry field in general because right. while you are um, while you are wanting to collect something or while you're just like oh I while I can't talk to them sorry uh, <laughs> while you're looking for a certain something someone else is also looking for that same thing and then oh, that yeah. jacks up prices you, that produces yeah. scammers that produces people who are just manipulative which I know that's a topic that we'll get to later down the line mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's the big thing that's the big con for me like back in the day we were able to have that ability well I guess not back in the day because we were much younger back in the day but I'm pretty sure back in the day the the accessibility to certain things were a lot easier mm-hmm. because the market wasn't so high that's the one disadvantage that we've gotten since the pandemic is cards yeah. are so hard to find or if you can find them people are selling them for an outrageous amount you know right. what I mean like oh, yeah. I saw I saw online a card that would regularly probably be no more than five bucks it's just a basic it's a basic baseball card of a player mm-hmm. that's currently playing because of the fact that the guy was like, oh, it's autographed, quote unquote. He was wanting to sell it for 70 something dollars. A three four a three to four dollar car. Right. You know what I mean? So it's 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 that's the that's the ugly part of collecting. Well, well yeah, and too with that, so um, I know that uh, I had spoke to one of our listeners. Um, and they had they had mentioned that um, they really liked the details that we had in last week's episode about explaining like what TCG meant and stuff because I guess they didn't quite understand what TCG meant but you know the, the, the information that we went through with all that and stuff so bringing up with that TCG thing and kind of a pro and con but uh, so Magic the Gathering recently just a couple weeks ago came out with a set devoted to Lord of the Rings. Uh, it was uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, oh, man, Tales of Middle-Earth, I believe, is what the expansion was called. And I I first saw it literally, I think, two weeks ago, where somebody was trying to sell a booster box for $500. And I sat there and was kind of just confused because I'm like, okay, I've never even seen this before. Like, I know nothing about magic. The only thing about Magic that I know is that it is a very difficult game to play and it takes a lot of intelligence to play that game and a lot of 
skills and all the strategic stuff. But, mm-hmm. and, and of course, like the rarest card, the Black Lotus card that is like ridiculously amount of money. But besides that, I had no idea anything about that. And I saw this and I was shocked. And then like the day after, mm-hmm. I had noticed online that both Amazon, GameStop, and Walmart and stuff were selling these booster boxes for like 30, 40 bucks. And I, I, I looked at it and made sure it was the correct one. So I thought, well, maybe this is like, you know, maybe the ones that other people are selling are like the, you know, collector's edition or something or something that's even more crazy, you know, because they do that sometimes. They're, they'll have regular booster boxes of the TCG and they'll have like, they'll have like a premier or, or superior expansion, which will cost obviously a lot more. So, but I looked at it and sure enough, it, it was the same one. And I, I kind of sat there and scratched my head. I'm like, why are people selling? these booster boxes for $500 when GameStop and, you know, or, uh, Walmart and all these places are selling it for 30, 40 bucks. And I'm like, I don't get it. Well, I read into it and apparently there is a one of one card, a one of one. And uh, Wizards of the Coast who makes Magic the Gathering still. Um, and back in the day. Well, yeah, Pokemon back in the day, but they don't do it anymore, which kind of right. sucks. But Wizards of the Coast, who still currently does make Magic the Gathering cards, they made of one of one. And of course, anybody that's ever seen Lord of the Rings, not Kevin, um, knows that there is the <laughs> one, there's the one ring to rule them all, which is pretty much the basis of the Lord of the Rings movie. And it was uh, serialized, which means like it, it the 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 um, language on the card is in like elfish or something or whatever it is lord of the rings i can't remember what it is but you can't really read it but people were going crazy for this card i was watching youtubers they were opening up eight boxes of this stuff trying to find this card and they i forget what the statistics were to get this card but i'm talking it was the low percentages i mean not not even a fraction of 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 a percentage at all like barely anything and it happened to be that finally two days ago somebody actually pulled that one of one card well they immediately had it graded by psa and it came back a nine a nine not not a perfect 10. well the thing was people were claiming that this card was a two million dollar card um beckett grading services which is another grading company was offering a bounty to anybody that pulled that card. They were gonna offer them money, they were gonna offer them tickets to be flown out to the grading center, do all this and do that. But mm-hmm. it was mentioned that it got pulled, but nobody want, n- n- the person did not wanna be, you know, obviously outed for it. Yeah, identified. And of course people were speculating, oh, there's probably some big CEO or whatever, I don't know. But so yeah, now the booster boxes are gonna be dropping. But yeah, that card graded a nine. So that card by itself was about a $2.5 million card. And with it being graded a nine, I don't know the value of it, but that's how crazy it is with these people who get so obsessed with this stuff, especially when it's a one of one card, which I get. I mean, you and I saw golden auctions, you know, they sold that LeBron triple thing or triple whatever. Logo, triple logo, man. Yeah, you know, it, you know, guy bought it for a million straight up cash and split it up between three people and made what two point seven million off of it. So he definitely made a lot of money. 
But it was just interesting that this set just came out. It's only been out for like maybe two or three weeks. And of course, everybody was all crazy about it. Like people that don't play Magic, people that don't even collect Magic. But the thing was, that card was what the ticket was. People wanted that card and people were going crazy with it. And so like, you know, it, it's crazy because the pro is, I mean, maybe that person that pulled that card, maybe only bought one booster box and got just extremely lucky. And maybe, or the maybe the con is, you know, people, like I said, they spend so much money on booster boxes. And that's why TCG is a tough thing because especially when booster boxes and, you know, expansion packs and all this kind of stuff comes out and it gets revealed that there's these chase cards that you want, people will go crazy. Like I said, I think I've mentioned one of the episodes, but about the Japanese market with Pokemon, it's a huge boom. And, you know, it's just because people want sets like right then and there. It's FOMO. You know, people are scared. They want to get it before anybody else does. But um, not to get off topic with that, but I just thought that was some interesting stuff because, like I said, the, the Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering that was only out for a couple of weeks and people just went bonkers over it for a $2 million card. And then the person that found it or pulled it immediately graded it i think they said that the cost to grade that card was fifteen thousand dollars yeah because they upcharged whoever it was and of course the person that pulled it obviously probably had 15 grand laying around or probably they did it i don't know maybe they took a loan out to pay for that or you know but i mean whoever this person is either they're a big magic the gathering person and they actually, you know, keep it or something like that to have that, or they probably sell it, you know. And you know, I don't blame whoever it is. But, but like I said, with collecting, there is a lot of positives and there is a lot of negatives. And like I said, a lot of people, like myself and you, you know, we look at more of the positives because, yeah, it, you know, like I said, it brought us together again after you know we haven't talked for twelve years, um, you know, Absolutely. and. Um, you know, just it brings people together and it makes you feel good. And it's something to talk to people about. You know, a lot of people might look at you like you're a weirdo because you're like, yeah, I collect, you know, Godzilla figures and stuff. And they're like, what? you know, but, you know, to us, those that's, are how, that's how I felt. I said, Godzilla's not even better between him or King Kong. Even I know that Kong is, is life. Just joking. I'm joking. I don't want you to get upset. Oh, there Yep, well, this is the end of that. I'm just <laughs> this is the end of everyone's flex. Me and Kevin aren't going to talk to each other for another 12 freaking years. Um, no. I like I like Kong. I, I like Kong. I like Kong's Gong, Skull Island. And heck, I even like Peter Jackson's rendition of King Kong. I, mean, I forgot when that was. But, um, but yeah. I've seen it, that at uh, least. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, but but like I said, there, there there are a lot of negatives and you know nobody ever wants to think about or talk about the negatives with collecting, but I think everybody deep down knows that there can be some bad things, you know, and you know, for anybody listening or you know, started listening and stuff like that, just know, you know, collecting is fun. You know, and that's the thing. You need to make sure it stays fun because if you put yourself in a really bad position or situation where 
you're spending all your money on collectibles and stuff and it's it's trumping everything else in your life you got to really sit back and and maybe seek some help you know like i said it like myself you know i've i collected for the last five years and i've 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 sold a lot of stuff and everything like that but yeah i still do have that addiction to collecting but i don't have it i i don't have it bad like 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 you said you know if you're looking for something there's somebody out there that's looking for the same thing and that's fine that's what happened but you know maybe there's something out there that comes out and you're like man i wish i had money for it and then you know say you save up money like in a couple months time for something and then say it's gone you know maybe it just wasn't meant to be but it's not worth you know you know going in debt not worth you know taking loans out or mortgages out on your house you know whatever it might be just so you can get money to do that because it's not worth it it's not worth it you know like being having the negatives of that can really put a damper on your life and like i said i've I've seen it i've dealt with people in many of my facebook groups that have been down that road you know they seek help you know they've had to they've had to quit collecting they've had to sell everything that they've had and just take a step back because obviously they couldn't help themselves. And at that point too, it's almost kind of like gambling, you know, where you can't stop yourself from doing it. So, I mean, at least, at least with, at least with buying stuff, at least you get it. Gambling, you know, (laughs) you know. Gambling, you're, 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 you're playing that coin flip of, yeah, you know, it's it's either you win or you don't win. Where in collecting, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Depending on what you're doing, like if you're if you're buying something outright and it clearly is what you're getting, then you know what you're getting. But right. like, if you're going through like blind boxes or booster packs or oh yeah, you know, trying to go through a, if you're trying to find a LeBron card in a box of paninis which good luck because i'm i have not came across a lebron card in my last three or four boxes of nba cards but you know you run that and that's all because they i think nowadays card card make or not card makers yeah card makers and companies know you know, and, and that's not just cards, but just in a lot of things where there can be, they they know that that they're always there's always someone who wants that one rare thing, and that's the thrill of the chase. For me, you know, and I'm sure for you as well, and a lot of people, sometimes the chase isn't running. The chase isn't worth right. doing the chase because right. it's like, well. Do I have, I have 20 bucks to my name right now and I have to feed my family or put <laughs> gas in my car. And not really right. feed your family because shit, I mean, I'm sorry, stuff <laughs> is expensive nowadays. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. like if it's, you know what I mean? Like if it's like, oh, well, I have 20 bucks and I'm looking at this card, this box of cards or this Funko Pop that's 12 bucks and I know I need gas to last me until Friday, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. like you said, it's, it's a big difference between TCG and stuff where you're, you, uh, you know, with collectibles, 
it's there, you know it's there, and you're paying for it, whatever mm-hmm. amount it is. So you know what you're paying for, but you know, like with stuff that's like cards and you know packs and booster packs and blind boxes and mystery boxes and stuff, you know, you're you're spending whatever amount of money, and you don't know what you're gonna get back in return. You know, like I mean, if you go if you go to the store and buy yourself some Pokemon cards just for the heck of it, then okay, you know, you know, like I said today myself, I went to Walmart. You know, we went to Walmart because we had to set thing, a few things to buy. We had to buy a baby gate for our 11-month-old so he doesn't fall down the stairs. You know, and we, you know, like we went there first. Of course, I knew the cards were there. And, you know, we went there and checked the cards out and stuff. And, you know, they had a lot of stuff, but nothing that was really appetizing to me. Only because it's like, you know what? I don't feel like spending the money on this stuff because... You know, I, I, it's not worth the chase anymore right now. You know, there's nothing right. too too good. I mean, but um, but other than that, so, so oh, not to cut you off, but here is my hypothetical question of the podcast. I come up with these questions that seem like every week now. <laughs> Would you, if if you're at Walmart and say like there's a card or a, we'll just say a card that there's some there's a card that you really 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 would love to add to your collection and you know that it's available in set pack and say you you know i know you were saying that the chase is not fun anymore it's not is if you if someone say you know pokemon cards just have like a pack of a booster pack happens to say including in this pack limited edition I don't know I'll throw out a card Charizard would you buy it because you know it's automatically there or would you or would you rather go through the chase if you were in the chase you know what I mean is like is it almost is it almost better to have that guarantee or do you lose the fun of collecting because it is a guarantee that you'll get that rail that you always wanted to chase after? Um. So yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's not to say that the chase isn't worth it all the time. Just sometimes there are some situations. Sometimes it's not worth it. It's not worth it, it at the time. <laughs> and it's not. I mean, like you know, like I bought sports cards and. <laughs> You know, I asked you which ones to get. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I pulled stuff and I got nothing decent out of it at all. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, there goes 80 bucks down the drain, you know, for two boxes. So, you know, but I mean, the thing, so, I mean, your question has kind of a a one thing that's wrong with it. With Pokemon, they really don't have a guaranteed chase. Um, So that kind of affects it because, I mean, the thing is, if Pokemon, you know, has a pack or something, I mean, you're never going to know what's in it. You're never going to know. Unless you have x-ray vision, you're never going to know. Now, there are people out there that weigh pack, and they'll get packs that weigh the most because they know that there is possibly a good hit in that. And like I said, that's that's a whole nother story. But I just saw a video of that for the first time the other day. Yeah, this and Pokemon... Guy- the, the Pokemon company has been doing different stuff where it throws people off and it's kind of just throwing stuff off. But like I said, 
I, I will say now at this point, it's not worth the chase. Back then, it was definitely worth the chase. And then when I say back then, I mean a couple years ago. I don't mean 20 years ago because there was no chase back then when we were kids. You got cards or you got stuff and you liked it, you played with it, and that was it. Nowadays, it's completely different. But back then, every card was a chase to us. I think I think <laughs> that I I think that I would much rather say in a situation if I knew there was a greater chance that I could pull a chase card or something, I think I would rather, I, in some situations, I think I'd rather play the game and and, and 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 try and open stuff up to play with it because on one hand, it sucks when you're opening up a whole bunch of packs and you don't get jack squat and especially you don't get your chase card because usually that chase card, everybody else is trying to get too. So it's kind of a common thing. But on the other end of it too, you see people opening up so many packs of cards nowadays and they, I mean, they've opened up hundreds of thousands and at this point, whatever card they're chasing, they could have probably bought 10 of them at that point. So I watch a lot of YouTubers that open this stuff up and they say that exact thing. They say, you know, I'm chasing this shiny Charizard B, you know, from this set, you know, and I, I've never pulled it here at my house and they're like, you know, the card's only a hundred dollars and each one of these packs is like four or five dollars and I've opened up thousands of them at this time, you know, and so they even explain, you know, yeah, I could buy the card, but I didn't pull it or, you know, something like that. That's, but That's true. I mean, I guess that's a good point. Right. But those are only in some situations, but, um, I think we're going to wrap it up there so we don't go too far off course here and uh, don't go too long on this. But um, again, we're not going to do any fun facts this week, but uh, pertaining to the topics, uh, Kevin and I are going to share a moment and our collecting, you know, that either was a positive or maybe a negative um, or you could do both. It doesn't matter. Um, so... Um, I believe that obviously the positive, the big positive in my collecting is it might be the same as yours. And that is obviously connecting with your child on a certain level. I mean, Jackson is, you know, is my kid. Um, legally, he's my kid now too. So congratulations. Congratulations to, to that. Woohoo. Yes. Uh, can I take it back? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, that no. The return policy is is there is no return policy now. But um, that, that's definitely a big pro. Is just you know I'm able to relate with him on a certain level with stuff, and it's not even just him. It's like some of his friends sometimes too. You know, like they'll sit there and be like, "Yeah, there's this Pokemon." I'm like, "You don't know nothing about Pokemon." Like, sit back, relax. <laughs> and it's funny because I, I I turn out to be that fun dad. A lot of people see that. They're like, oh, this 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 Jack's dad, you know, like knows stuff about Pokemon. I mean, I'm currently wearing a Pokemon shirt right now while we're doing this podcast. So that was definitely a big pro. Um and so that that's probably like the only pro. I mean, yes, it's the biggest one. But as far as negatives go, um, I, I can't really honestly say that there have been any negatives. I, I mean, I've never spent 
money I didn't have. I've always paid my bills, fed my kids, fed myself and my wife and everything like that, you know, and stuff like that before that. And I'm lucky enough to be in that situation. I mean, the only negative I think I would have is that I sold my Funko Pops a long time ago and I sold them for a fraction of the price of what they are worth now. But that's not really a negative, that's just how it is. But it just sucks, you know, but a lot of Funko Pops I had back in the day, I ended up getting rid of for, you know, a fraction of the price and now they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and thousands of dollars. So, and it really sucks. And that really, that's one big negative. But so what's a, so what's a positive and negative for you, Kevin? So my positive thing is 1000% related to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has created such a close bond with, with my son, Keelan. Which, by the way, he has his own podcast for anyone who wants to listen to him blabber on about Pokemon. That's called Poke yeah. Keelan. Poke Keelan Podcast. P-O-K-E-K-E-L-A-N Podcast. Uh, but, it, but besides Pokemon, we have developed this love, this equal love for video games because that's something else that I collect. Mm-hmm. Uh but when it comes to Pokemon, it's it it definitely warms my heart when he sits there and talks to me and say, "Hey, Dad, do you see this shiny card? Have you ever seen this card before?" And then it's like, "No, you know, I've never seen this card before. Yeah, I've heard of this Pokemon before." And he just gives me so much info about it. You know, mm. it, it it boggles my brain how much. He just loves Pokemon, like mm-hmm. not just the card, but the games. He's just so insightful and just so knowledgeable. More, he knows more things—not more things than I know—but when it comes to the <laughs> more newer Pokemon, he's definitely more oh, yeah. knowledgeable than I was. Where, whereas the older Pokemon, I can be like, "Oh yeah, you know, blah blah blah." You know, I he still gets. He still thinks it's the coolest thing ever that when oh, I yeah. tell him, like, you know, when, when I say, like, my very first hologram ever was a Mewtwo out of a booster pack or whatever it was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, or, like, when I said, like, oh, I had a Mew card that they gave away just for seeing the movie in theaters. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that's definitely a big thing. And I think the older that Keelan gets, he... I think he's only going to get more. He's going to develop an even bigger love now. He's also that. He's also a kid, just yeah. like you know how you know Jack is. He probably wants to play with everything and thinks yep. like, "Oh, I would love to play with this." Yep. I have to kind of calm him down about like, "All right, you know, <laughs> don't me down, Max." Yeah, don't 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 touch that. You can touch Daddy's Charizard for a second, but we're not. You know, don't don't trace. Like, don't try to draw an outline around it and then get pin over it. You know what I mean? So that's that's definitely a positive. But then also the negative for me, which I don't even. It's a negative yet a positive. I have once bought cards 
like so many of us have done when it comes to Amazon. I have bought a lot of, like, not a lot, but a lot, as they call them, um, of Pokemon cards from a quote-unquote Pokemon dealer card. (laughs) (laughs) Where I I was like, oh, man, this guy's got five stars or four and a half stars, so this guy's definitely got to be good. But then, like, (laughs) you get the cards, and it's like... Not even close to what it is. There's there's no holograms. No. There's no stars. Or, like, you know, there's some good basic cards, and there may be, like, a couple of first-generation cards, but they're, like, freaking Diglets and stuff like that. And, you know, no offense to anyone who loves Diglets. Yeah, no offense to anybody likes Diglets. Yeah, but... But like, yeah, I still put them in my collection. But the net that's that's the negative thing. Where how you know the guy, I wish, and I'll put out. I have the screenshot. I'll send it to you later, Adrian. Where like the okay. guy had it like it was like an Electrobuzz and Arcanine and guaranteed holographic card, and like the one holographic card I think was like a trainer card. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, like I said, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely talk about that kind of stuff too. And right. For sure. Right. Well, well, the positive thing that came out of that was, you know, a lot of the cards were duplicates. So, like, my wife, who's a second grade teacher, was like, "Hey, you know, my kids, I have kids who love Pokemon cards, and you know, some who unfortunately cannot afford Pokemon cards." Oh you know, yeah. Can I possibly take the duplicates in and give it to them as a reward? There you go. Oh, absolutely. You know, I even gave them cards that I had duplicates of that didn't come from that guy. So, like, that was definitely a positive that came out of the negative situation. Because I paid 50 bucks and I was was heated. Like, (laughs) I I was shaking, but that's for another episode that I will go deeper into. But, yeah. Um, but that's good. So um, I think we're going to cut it off there. Um, definitely had some good stuff to talk about this week. Um, just as a heads up for anybody that's been listening or you know plans on it, um, Kevin and I have some exciting news. Um, we are going to be doing another podcast. Um, so we are, we're, we're still going to be doing this podcast for as many episodes as we possibly can. Uh, we definitely have a, quite a few more in the tank, but Kevin and I had discussed about possibly expanding our audience, maybe to something that isn't collecting. Um, and that's not to say that we don't care about this particular, uh, podcast because we definitely do, but of course. We, that we wanted to expand and so Kevin and I are going to be starting up our secondary podcast. We've got to figure out how we're going to do that. But um, just to let everybody know, it's going to be about movie and TV. So um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so anybody that listens, you can kind of guess on what it is, but we're not going to tell you exactly what we're doing. But just know that. And, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. And just let you know, it has stuff to do with movies and TV. Mm-hmm. And if anyone who pays attention to Adrian's uh, 
random thing about me not watching Lord of the Rings, I may watch Lord of the Rings for said podcast. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where to start, but I am going to well figure start, that out. You start off in the first movie, okay? Well, it's not, like Star, it's not like Star Wars where you start off at four. Uh, but <laughs> which that's going that's going to be a fun topic too because your boy's only seeing about three of those. <laughs> but um, but other than that, um, this is a good episode, and I think we're going to go ahead and just cut it there. But I want to thank everybody for listening to episode number five of Everyone Collects. And again, uh, just stay tuned for future episodes. Kevin and I usually do this usually every weekend um, and so on and so forth. And also, like I said, stay tuned for our second podcast channel. So hope everyone's having a good rest of the July 4th weekend. Uh, Hopefully you guys stay safe. Don't blow up any fingers or anything. You don't want that. Uh, Try and stay dry depending on what area of the country you're in. But other than that, As I always say, start collecting, keep collecting, don't ever stop collecting.